One of the things I wanted this show to do is to highlight the many, many different forms pro wrestling can take. We've seen broad strokes, Technicolor American wrestling, the comic book melodrama of Mexican lucha libre, and the sober sportsmanship of classic British grappling, and today we're going to take a crash course in Japanese strong style. Strong style was the brainchild of the legendary Antonio Inoki, who is also considered one of the founding fathers of mixed martial arts, and who famously fought Muhammad Ali in a boxer versus wrestler match in 1976. It revolves around hard strikes, powering through pain, and matches that are usually more marathon than sprint. Think of it this way. If it bothers you when American wrestlers stomp when they punch to make it look like they're making contact, man, strong style might be your jam. Which is not to say that Japan skimps on the pageantry. They still have larger-than-life characters with over-the-top rivalries. It's just that they're also expected to be tough enough to endure legit strikes to the face and the occasional headbutt concussion. And that brings us to Shinsuke Nakamura, the man they call the king of strong style. He's one of wrestling's great all-time weirdos, with an aesthetic influenced by Michael Jackson and Freddie Mercury, a noodly physical charisma reminiscent of Captain Jack Sparrow, and a distinctive fighting style that combines goofy theatrics with concerningly hard knee strikes. Somehow, he synthesizes all of this and makes it work through sheer force of personality. He once entered the ring through a literal forest of pole dancers, if that tells you anything. In 2015, Nakamura was set to defend his Intercontinental Championship against Kota Ibushi, a younger and more athletic competitor who had only just moved up to the heavyweight division. These two met in an incredible match that serves as a career highlight for both men and a perfect illustration of what it takes to be the king of strong style. Today on I Hate Wrestling, it's Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kota Ibushi. Long live the king. That's cool. Like Matt Strippers uh, on stage <laughs> and dude like try to do Michael with no dance abilities <laughs> at all. It's not about the dance ability. It's about the charisma. It's right. Yeah, that's right. It is about the attitude. He's He does have the attitude like, I see him shimmying, or he's trying to shimmy. Yeah. And those shoulder pads look real heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back. I of had course. so much fun the first time. Like, Dream was... Dream is basically my spirit wrestler. That's right, we covered that a little bit. Yeah, 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 and you know, it's just great chilling in here, and there's there's some AC going there, for this devilish heat. There is some, it's like the fucking surface of Venus out there. I, I don't know how, I just, I mean, a kid just fucking died, dude. I was, my parents were watching the news, I was over at my parents, I was doing laundry. Somebody, like, left their windows up and some kid died. That's dark. <laughs> That's <know>. really bad. <laughs> I don't know why I just brought that up, just <laughs> thinking about it, though. Uh, that's not so bad, because probably going to cut this out, even though I'm not going to cut it out of the previous episode, because it's like the big laugh at the end. Yeah. But the big laugh at the end of the episode I just recorded is about the death of John McCain. Oh, well, I mean, I have mixed feelings about that. I, I know. Guess. I mean, we all do. But yeah. here's the deal. Uh, he was, I don't he have, was kind of a good dude. Like It's it, a low bar, is the thing. Yeah, I mean, like, in war, that war story I've heard of him, where, like, he wouldn't get out of the... Right, the, like, the prison until everybody got released. Like, right. That was cool. But those dudes are probably all white. So, <laughs> so you know, like, it kind of rolls back on itself. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't fact check anything, and I hate politics and history. So, 
Don't don't judge me. <laughs> yep. I'm a musician. <laughs> All right. So the thing is, I was so fucking so fucking sleep deprived. I haven't yeah. had a good night's sleep since Saturday. I feel you, dude. Actually, like all last week, I couldn't sleep either. Yeah. There must be something going on. I, I haven't had a, a good night's sleep since Saturday, and uh, I, I was over at at, uh, at Ahmed's house last night. Uh, that's this is going to be episode. <laughs> I don't know which episode it's going to be. <laughs> but cut that in. <laughs> 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 but uh, I was at Ahmed's place recording uh, the episode about uh, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate, and we had a good time, but we wound up, like, just sort of catching up and chilling for, like, two hours first. Yeah. So we didn't even start recording until, like, 10.30, which oh, is too man. late to start recording. That's why that's why we're hitting at 6.40 right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 6.40, exactly right, because I, like... Uh, probably as soon as you were out the door, I'm going to come back here and fucking hibernate. Yeah, dude. I feel you. I'm going to go back home and do the exact same thing because it's too hot to do anything else except sit in AC. And die, apparently. Yeah. And, oh, what? <laughs> you bringing it back to that. I thought we were cutting that out. Now we're just going to have that and nobody's going to know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> I could cut that out too. I could cut out anything. I'm I'm the, the cut master. It's a magic attack! <laughs> So, uh, we, uh, we, we talked a little bit last time about your, your history with pro wrestling. Yeah. And we've talked a little bit about your, your fondness and sort of affinity for the Velveteen Dream. Yes. And kind of the reason that uh, I wanted to show you Shinsuke Nakamura is because he also, we talked about the it factor. Mm-hmm. Right, star power. The star power, mm. right? That Velveteen Dream has undeniably. I Absolutely. think. I think Shinsuke Nakamura has it too. Absolutely. From the clip I saw, like it's funny. You got me the first guy, and he's very much channeling Prince, Prince vibes, Smokey, Madness, and now this guy coming out with the Michael jacket, yes. like the military jacket, yep, like kind of busting out some Michael moves. Like, I'm waiting for the kick to happen. I, I feel like it's going to happen eventually. It's going to happen, and it's going to be to somebody's face. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, that's so, so cool. we got to talk about strong style in a minute, but please finish your thought. Yeah, and then and then there's just strippers everywhere, which <laughs> I... I a, like a, por- a forest of pole dancers. Yeah, I, it didn't really connect to him too much. But he was so in it, like, I was just like, all right, dude, whatever you want to do, obviously you got it down. Yo, exactly right. That is Shinsuke Nakamura to a T. He is just him Yeah, doing his thing. He was feeling it so hard. Like, I've I've never seen anybody, like, really feel themselves like that. Right. So we we should talk about, uh, we should talk about what we're talking about. This is the, uh, we should talk about what we're talking about. We should probably talk about what we're talking about. Yeah, that's probably a reasonable thing to do. So this is the homework that I sent you. Yeah. And this was an entrance that Shinsuke Nakamura did at Wrestle Kingdom oh, 8. Oh, was it? Yes. <laughs> so what he does is, you know, the big screen flashes behind him, King of Strong Style! Yeah. And then the the camera pans up, and there's, I don't know, eight or ten pole dancers? I couldn't count. And I was, like, and they're all, like, stripping in... Oh, they're not stripping, they're just doing pole dancing, but they're doing it, like, completely... It's synchronized pole dancing. Right, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's incredible. It's just, really amazing. So, and then, the curtain falls, and there's this woman who's, like, a contortionist? Didn't make any sense at all. Didn't make any... And she's, and she, and she's just, like, 
snaking around, 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 and then he's just like, and then he just he steps out in his fucking red leather military jacket with the epaulets. Yep, and he just sort of struts out like a proud king of the stripper forest. Of the king of the stripper forest. <laughs> that's right. And he uh, he like picks her up. Like has her reclining over his shoulders. Yeah. Then dude. he struts forward and he does like a he does like a little uh, ballroom dancing move, where Something he like, like he that. like he like twirls her and then just sort of flicks his wrist and she collapses like she's dead. Did I? Maybe I didn't see that part. <laughs> Honestly, I have to tell you, I was watching it and then I just made a smoothie and I put my <laughs> cup down next to my chair. And I spun around, and I knocked over the whole smoothie, and it was a very devastating morning for me. So it was, it, the energy of Shinsuke Nakamura got to you, and yeah. you just, you lost control. No, yeah, I just couldn't smoothie. focus on anything, and I, and I lost my smoothie, I had to make a new smoothie. So I, very hard. I do need to talk about this, because this is my absolute favorite part. He's still sort of like strutting forward, sort of like a, he's got his hand like on his chest, like it's a portrait of fucking Napoleon. Yes, I saw right? that. And he's strutting forward like very dignified, he makes it halfway down the ramp, and then he produces, like, pantomimes reaching into his pocket and pulling out a tiny key. Is that what that yes. was? Then he unlocks a little invisible door, steps through it, and then does the most exaggerated pimp strut I've ever seen in my I entire life even, down the I rest of the I couldn't even tell that was what he was doing. I thought he was just, like, doing a Michael Jackson move or something. Like, no. I thought he was trying to do, like, the... <laughs> like, like, I couldn't... I didn't... I'm glad that you caught it, because yes. I could not see the key or the door. It was... Honestly, it was a weak pantomime, but that star power gets you through it, man. <laughs> I'll tell you, I didn't know what was happening, but I liked it. So, that's what he does. He busts through the invisible door, struts, just like, his body, it's almost like he is overflowing with some kind of bizarre energy. It's like, there's some Jack Sparrow there, there's some drunken yeah. boxing there. Like, he's just overflowing what with this, this weird, yeah. noodly charisma. And then... He just gets into the ring and then grabs onto the ropes and flings himself at the ground and just screams. Yeah, I maybe we need to maybe we need to check that again. <laughs> I would love to see that. He's gonna do that. He's gonna do that again. Yeah. We're, is, in this, is, in, is that a thing? Well, he's a he's one for big entrances. Okay. Okay. So that was Wrestle Kingdom eight. We're gonna watch a match from the very next year, which is Wrestle Kingdom nine. Mm. He has a different themed entrance, but. It Don't, ends in the same no way. No spoilers. No let's, spoilers. Let's get on in there. Okay, so I so we talked a little bit about it, but what are your what are your impressions about Shinsuke Nakamura? What do you think is Shinsuke Nakamura's deal aside from whatever he wants it to be? Um, I mean, just like as much as Michael is the king of pop, this dude wants to channel king of wrestling. Like, yes, he owns. He just owns. He walks out, and like you know how fucking Michael walks out, and the steam comes up. And you just see the dude, and you have no idea what he's going to do. But you see him, and there's just this presence. And it's like, presence, it's such a yes. powerful presence. I have no idea how that translates into fight moves. I really hope there's some dance fighting. <laughs> I'm really hoping for some Michael kicks. Like, but, I mean, obviously this dude is going to surprise me no matter what. So, this is the point where, we, we you know, we, talk, we have to talk about strong style. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. What what is strong style? So strong style is a specific. It's the dominant ethos in Japanese pro wrestling. Okay. And it's very. We were talking before the show about Dragon Ball. It's, yeah. It's very Dragon Ball. It's very fighting spirit based. So he's like channeling. He's like charging his key energy. Like essentially, there's a lot of there's a lot of like strike exchanges. 
where guys are just like laying into each other and like <gasps> and then like rearing back and hitting each other. Sick. It's it's very hard hitting. Like if you ever watch American wrestling and you see them like stomp before they hit each other. Yeah. That doesn't happen here. Oh, so they're like really. Like, they're, they're not. To... They're, they're not trying to kill each other, but they are also. They're, def- not they're making contact. Okay. Yeah. So. Wow. I don't think I've ever seen any wrestling like that. I mean, like, obviously I've seen like MMA and stuff, but yeah, so, not in the ring. So one of the one of the guys that's considered sometimes a forefather of MMA is Antonio Inoki. Okay. Who was Shinsuke Nakamura's mentor? Oh snap! And Antonio Inoki was essentially. The same way that, that Bruce Lee created Jeet Kune Do as sort of his own martial art, Antonio Inoki created Strong Style as his own style philosophy of pro wrestling. It's a really good name. Strong Style. It's catchy. It's, it's, it's just straight to the point. It's so fucking marketable. Yeah. So he, they call him the father of Strong Style. Okay. So he's long retired by the time Shinsuke Nakamura is coming up. And his first character was the super rookie. And his character was that he could hang with guys that were more experienced than him. That's a good character, but it's not anything special. Yeah, it's not really marketable either. Right. Nobody wants to buy the super rookie right. merch. Right. <laughs> like in the U.S., we had Randy Orton, who was the legend killer. Mm. Like, and that was a young guy who was specifically targeting guys with a reputation to try to beat them. That's, That's kind of badass. Similar idea of more of an edge. Okay. Right? But... I'm sure he transitions. Super rookie sounds way better in Japanese. Yeah. Uh, so he transitions from super rookie to the king of strong style, and he just 100% leans into this persona, and he is just he's hitting people. He's hitting. He's. Uh, I. It's very hard to describe the physicality of Shinsuke Nakamura because he is. Again, to invoke Bruce Lee, water can flow or it can crash. Yeah, and he's not like a super ripped dude. Like, no. He's not huge. But he is, he's like loose and flowy when he's dodging out of the way of things huh. or when he's trying to psych you out. But then when he's on the offensive, he is just murdering you. He's got the sickest knee strikes I've ever seen in my life. Damn. And he's just like, you can't, you can't fake driving your knee, like, not the point of your knee, but, like, the flat of your knee into the back of somebody's head, like... Yeah, I don't know, I've never need anybody anywhere, so I don't really know how that works. Well, you take your knee, and you just fucking hit a guy with it. No, I mean, I mean specifically <laughs> aiming parts of your knee, I mean, I also have, like, a point, I got a pointy knee, man, I don't right. know what part of this knee is not gonna fucking kill somebody if I drive it into their face. That's a fair point. So, that is, that is Shinsuke Nakamura. He is not only the heir of the... Strong style. Right, the heir to strong style, but he's the king of strong style. So in his mind, not only is he the heir to this legacy, he has surpassed his mentor who created strong style. Yeah, there's definitely some regal shit going on. Yeah, yeah. So here in this match, he is the IWGP... International Wrestling Grand Prix, which is the fictional governing body of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Awesome. So he's the IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Sick. So he had been their world champion, and he sort of dropped down a level, and took over their secondary championship, and just fucking ruled it. Mm. So it was it was kind of a situation where because it was the secondary championship, it's technically ranked lower than the world championship, but because 
he brought so much prestige and so many eyes to the championship, it was almost on the same level. If you could so his kingship kind of brought it up to a level where people gave more shit about it. Like right. his skill level is just that high. Right. Which is right. So rather than wow, rather rather than go after the the championship that is just considered to be the top championship, he took a secondary championship and defended it in such a way that it meant as much as the title that everybody else said was the most important title. So he's also a businessman. Absolutely. He's keeping, he's keeping this wrestling world alive. Yes. So, That's dope. So who's this dude fighting? He is fighting a young man named Kota Ibushi. Okay. Now, Kota Ibushi, before this, had been a junior heavyweight, meaning that he was competing with guys in a lower weight class. He was, uh, you know, he's only a couple of years younger than Nakamura, but Nakamura had a much more impressive career. Mm. And he had been a heavyweight the whole time in New Japan. Generally speaking, the heavyweights are always considered to be more, uh, more important. And the, sometimes they'll make a big deal about a junior heavyweight sort of ascending to the heavyweight ranks. Mm. So Kota Ibushi had been a successful junior heavyweight. And he had just joined the ranks of the heavyweights. And, and, this, and this is what he wants to do? This is what he wants to do. Oh, man. Because he has a reputation for being crazy. Crazy not in the way that Nakamura is crazy, not in an egomaniacal kind of way, but almost in a, you remember Jeff Hardy? Yeah. Almost in a Jeff Hardy kind of disregard for his own body kind of way. He was like, I'll do fucking I will, anything. Right. And I, so now you've got a guy who has his personality, his legacy, his style, everything on lock. He's, he's literally a king. He's ruling this. And the guy that's challenging him is so fucking nuts that he might be able to beat him. All the stuff that Shinsuke Nakamura is bringing to the table, this kid... This doesn't give a shit. He's just nuts. Like, right. He will fight anybody. Right. He's willing, to, he's willing to do anything to try to beat Nakamura, to try to take that championship from him. Huh. All right. I'm ready to see this fucking fight. All right. And it's been built up. So uh, what we're going to do, everybody, is uh, we're going to watch Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kota Ibushi from Wrestle Kingdom 9. I'm excited. Damn, what is this from? What is, <laughs> is this old? So this match is from, I want to say... 2013, 2014. Yeah. These pictures look kind of bad. Yeah. So it's picture quality it looks kind of eighties. This is uh, this is Daily Motion. Don't. Uh, oh, okay. I don't have a subscription to New Japan World. Okay, so Kota Ibushi is entering first. Uh, his nickname is the Golden Star. And uh, we see here he's got some like Star Search graphics here. Oh, that was a cool jump. Yep, he jumped up out of the stage. He's got his sort of Ed Hardy branded t-shirt with his name on it. Those weird socks that these wrestlers wear. Kick pads, yeah. Is that what they are? They're kick pads. I was um, actually a really big fan of those when I was a kid. Which is, uh, which is fuck. it's important in Japanese wrestling, especially because there are so many kicks. Mm. So, here's Kota Ibushi. Uh, Not a lot of personality going on here. No, he's... He's, uh, very, he's very chill. He's just a normal yeah, guy. Yeah, that's the thing about Kota Ibushi. Like, you, could see, you can kind of see that he's just kind of happy to be here. Because this is... 
he wants to win this match, but this is also the first time he's had anything approaching a, a shot this big. Hmm. So he doesn't really know how to work his star power. I mean, he's got he's got some natural charm, though. Yeah, he seems like a sweet I kid. I like him. Yeah, you like him, right? He seems like a sweet kid. He seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. Uh, but a lot of his charisma happens physically in the ring. Hmm. Happens when he when he is fighting. Oh, he's happy to be here. Oh, look at this. Okay, and here's the Dragon Ball Z shirt. Yep, and he's uh, pulling his arms to his sides, thrusting them up in the air. Very excited. Working the crab. A little bit. A little bit. He's here for business, though. Yeah, he's... He's uh, about the show. So now, right here now we have... the fucking king, and oh my god. The king, yeah. Already with this. So what got, is this look? So we've got, like, a cinematic intro here. The king of strong style. We see his championship belt, and it's transforming into a deck of cards, and each card is represented by an opponent that he's already oh, defeated. shit. God, this guy's such a baller. And Look at this crown! What the fuck, dude? And this is so cool! Here he is. He is wearing a... Yo! What? He, what would you des- how would you describe this is outfit? This like... He looks almost like a Daedra from Skyrim. Like, <laughs> like, he's got, like, spiky red armor all over, and, like, a crazy cape. He's wearing, like, a ten-foot-long velvet cape that is trailing behind he's him. He's got, like, a Statue of Liberty crown on, like... Yep, he's literally a, the king. The king of strong style. This is the most regal entrance I've seen into a wrestling match, for sure. Yep, and he's just sort of weirdly... Oh, like, the making studded these... headband under the crown, dude? What? And he's making these just sort of general... Yeah, he's, like, addressing them like a king. Yes! Oh, my God. And now... Starts the weird dancing. What? Oh, I wish I knew what this music was. It's the same music you heard the last oh, time. Oh, really? Which is his his fucking. Uh, the song is called Subconscious. This guy. And is it such sounds a freak. like it sounds like Street Fighter, a Street Fighter yeah, theme song. Yeah, seriously. Because he basically is a Street Fighter character. I was gonna say he looks. I think I was gonna say a uh, Tekken. Yeah, maybe he Tekken. Like a Tekken character. He casually whips his crown off and hands it to some fucking peasant. And now he steps into the ring, and this is what you missed last time. He does his little, his little step, shows off his championship, and then just fucking throws himself what the on the fuck ground. Is that? <laughs> what? Oh, this guy's extra as hell. Oh yeah, that's a good word for Nakamura. I love him. I know it's it. It's that star power, right? And look, he's just he's sort like, of like, mm, I'm so fucking, oh, I'm so fucking strong. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this dude doesn't give a shit at all. He's just like, yeah, okay. He's, like, he's smiling. He's like, uh, he's like, I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, I had a, this is fun. Like, you're a funny guy. Yeah. He, you know, you you feel like maybe Cody. What is he doing? <laughs> oh, he's just he's stretching out his legs right in the corner. So the referee's patting him down. Making sure that neither one of them is uh, smuggling any weapons. Is that a problem? <laughs> oh, Nakamura doesn't need any they weapons. They are not wearing a lot of clothes. He's got straight up leather pants. I don't know where he'd be hiding shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. So, here we go. They're, uh... 
the, the bell has rung now, and they are circling each other. I love the Nakamura with the one hand crossed behind his back. Now, Ibushi has almost a boxer's stance, right? And Nakamura is like... That, like a, he's doing he's the, like... Sh- shimmying a little bit. It's like this almost kind of weirdly effeminate motion. A little bit of drunken boxing, maybe? Yeah, it's very distracting. I mean... I guess it would intimidate somebody that wasn't fucking crazy, but this dude doesn't seem to be affected by it at all. Yep, and he's... Nakamura is so good with those legs, he's, like, jabbing with his legs. Yeah, but... To gauge his opponent. But everyone has been blocked by this weird little dance move this guy's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a kind of a kind of a dance battler, a little bit. Oh, yeah, look at that. Rope-a-dope, right? It's like pawing yep. at him. Watch, watch, the, watch the footwork, too. There's a little bit of Muhammad Ali to uh, um, to Nakamura, I think. Yeah. At, at least in the attitude, if nothing else. I mean, the confidence is oh, the confidence just absolutely blasting out of this dude. Absolutely, you could picture Nakamura just screaming, "He's the greatest!" Right. I mean, he could be a pop star in yep. a fu- in a fucking second. Well, it's, it's interesting that uh, I said Ali because actually. Uh, Antonio Inoki, his mentor, had a boxer versus wrestler fight against Muhammad Ali. Whoa! Yeah, in the seventies. So, I imagine Muhammad Ali won that fight. No, it was a, it was a a draw. Oh, interesting. Um, what? 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 <laughs> did did he hold him with his head? What? Yeah, he. You know, when you push somebody into the Woo! ropes. Oh, Nakamura misses a strike. Oh, oh, oh and here that. we go with the with the knee strikes the from Nakamura. Oh, but Ibushi is not scared. Yeah, Ibushi is just not affected by this dude's right, so like, far, swag at so all. So far, the mind games don't seem to be working, but Nakamura is not letting up. Possibly because I don't think they're mind games. I think he's just... I like, think he we, just fights like that, this is, yeah. Yeah, this is just him. This you, you never get the sense that this is an act that he's putting on. Nakamura is just this guy. Extending his hand. Ooh, <laughs> what? That was nasty. In, and then just stomps on the back of his head. Ooh, so, ooh, so Nakamura just went for a running knee strike, which is his death blow, mm. and Ibushi managed to get out of the way and hit him with a drop kick, and now Ibushi has Nakamura in the corner and is landing some heavy strikes, and now he's putting his foot on Nakamura's face and just weirdly shaking, which, I don't know if you could tell, that's one of Nakamura's moves. Oh, that makes sense, okay. So, so he's mocking him. Yeah, and now the bring it on mo- motion, that's another Nakamura move. So now we see that Kota Ibushi has his own strategy, which is to try to out Nakamura Nakamura. Uh, and I don't, I don't know, know if that's, that's going to work. Yeah, because <laughs> this dude's fucking nuts. Yep, and oh, and he's just kicking him in the neck. That's not really a... Right. Can fi- oh, well, he does that a lot better. Okay, I like yeah. it a lot better. I right, so, doing that one. so Ibushi just tried to do a couple of Nakamura's moves to Nakamura, and Nakamura what immediately... Is Whoa. So he's just hung Kota Ibushi up on the top rope. And he's and now licking he's gonna, his fingers... Oh, Ooh. murder him with a running knee strike to the ribs, and Ibushi is collapsed on the outside of the ring. Oh, they're taking it out. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. So, Nakamura has just you draped Kota Ibushi's head. Ah. Ooh, knee in the face. Yep, so the knee strikes, this is his end game already. Already hitting these monster knee strikes, and ah! What? <laughs> So Ibushi's head was draped over the ring apron. Nakamura got up on the ring apron. Jumped up and dropped a knee from the... Oh! 
drop the, the knee ring right to and, the ground. And then do you see that? Just casually kicked him in the ear on the way by. Is he just laying on the stage waiting for him? Yep. So at this point, I would say it's safe to say that Ibushi's strategy of trying to out Nakamura and Nakamura was a terrible idea. did not work. Oh. That dude was not about it. Ibushi just tried to get back in the ring and couldn't. He got up on the apron and fell back down. Man, this kid's too new to be fucking around. Yeah, so he maybe is, you know, he's in the heavyweight division, but you might say he's punching outside his weight class here. Yeah, he's way out of his league. This dude is just toying with him. Yep, so now Nakamura has grabbed uh, a cravat, uh, this nasty-looking neck lock, which makes sense. He's already injured his neck with all those knee strikes, so if you're going to wear him down, grab, Ooh, the, yeah. grab the neck, right? Flip him around. Oh, <laughs> All the knees. Another They're heavy on the knees here. Oh, yeah. That's what I was saying. That Nakamura's biggest weapons are those knees. He's got those long legs. He just dropped another those flying beautiful knee. beautiful leather pants. Yep. And now just another... Uh, Another neck crank here, and Ibushi is very clearly in trouble. Damn, this dude's getting rocked. Yep, and uh, Nakamura here has a has him in a rear naked choke. He's got body scissors, or at least a leg scissor, on Ibushi. Uh, he switches to a pinning combination, but Ibushi manages to get out. But Nakamura just switches it again to another neck crank. And rolls him over again for a pin. One, two, and Ibushi manages to get out. Oh, this is just a slaughter, dude. Like, yeah, it's... Nakamura is... He's not... He's too good. Yeah, he, he's not here to play, right? And that's why I thought it would be an interesting contrast to Velveteen also. Yeah, because Velveteen... That, that fight was, like, very much a like mutual respect kind of battle. And they were pretty well matched. Right. But Velveteen was the rookie there and, and eventually fell to right. the greater wrestler like this here in this case this kid is too early in his career well, the to be roles, challenging the roles are reversed right because in this case the veteran is the villain is that true well, Naka, Nakamura is not a good dude is he a villainous dude he, yeah well I don't know he's he, just let him punch him and brush it off yeah he's so just this, letting him do it this is strong style personified he's giving him tell him just give me your best shot he let Ibushi three times, three times, and just brushed it off. And now he's just paintbrushing just this kid, slapping his ears. <laughs> yep, yep, and he just collapses. So it's an interesting. Oh, he kicks ooh, and ooh, he and Ibushi, slapped his ass. Yep, just uh, forehead to forehead. And Abushi's swinging for the fences again. And ah, what was that? <laughs> oh my god, that's like some Valdo shit. So uh, Nakamura just. Whoa! Whoa! Kota Ibushi flipped out of that, and now what? a flying head scissors, and right, Nakamura so is really He's not done. He's not done. This is, this is another reason. Oh, flying dropkick knocks Nakamura to the floor. Hit that gate out there. Damn. Yeah. So that's another reason I thought this would be an interesting companion to Velveteen Dream versus Aleister Black, because in that, it was the same thing. You had a veteran against a rookie. All right, I'm just going to let you watch this move. What? <laughs> How the fuck did he even land that? How do you land on the ground? So, we're getting a replay here. Yeah, I need it. What? So, what we just saw, what we just saw was Nakamura on the ground, 
Kota Ibushi ran to the opposite corner, ran diagonally across the ring in one smooth motion, leapt up to the top rope, and then backflipped out of the ring to the floor and wiped out Nakamura on the way down. Dude is limping. You cannot land on your legs like that. I saw him. There's no faking this. No, he literally just backflipped 20 feet and landed on Dude's got a sprained ankle. Like... But... The upshot is, at th- this is what I was saying, he has no regard for his body. No, I saw, he, he just suicide flipped off that fucking, off the ring. And, and he's still going with this. Uh, he just did a springboard drop kick, and now Nakamura has is eating shit pretty bad. Yeah, because this dude's just destroying his body to win, like, he doesn't give a shit. He's getting some head, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's Those getting some, chops. some flurries, some strikes, and he just wiped Nakamura out wow. with a massive kick to the chest. And now a standing well, backflip splash. And it's a close two count, but Nakamura escapes. So, just like Velveteen Dream versus Aleister Black, halfway through the match, the I rookie really... starts to tap into... Dude, I could see, I could hear it now. I could hear him saying, "Say my name." Like, yes. Nakamura, say my fucking name. Like, yep. It's so similar. But the thing is, the thing that's different is Alistair Black was not the one with this swaggy charisma and that fight. Right. Like, oh. So that's why they call it high risk. We just saw Kota Ibushi go for another. It makes sense because he's gone to the well a couple of times on these big flying moves, and they've all paid off. Yeah, and those this have time, been his biggest hits, and oh. this dude just countered the shit. Yeah. <laughs> He just Caught got in the hit shoulder. with a straight up like flying, like Liu Kang, kick from a from his jump. Yeah, Nakamura leapt into the air and oh. intercepted it. It was nasty. But yeah, it's the same thing at this point. Oh, Nakamura kicked Double him in the kick. back of the head again. Fainted with a kick, and he Boom. just dropped him on the on the face. And now more of these Don't nasty knees. knees just driving it into his head. Kota Ibushi's trying to protect his head, but he can't. He's rocked. But, yeah, it's a very similar story because the veteran has to dig deeper than he thought he was going to have to. Setting up for his running knee strike again. And Ibushi managed to get out of the way. Now Nakamura's up on the top rope. Oh, and now those punches are hitting him a little bit. Yeah. At this point, it's looking like it could be either guy's fight. Yeah, I really have no idea who's going to win. They're both tired. They're but, both fighting on the right on the top of the pole in the corner. Is, that, is there a name for that? Uh, turnbuckle. Turnbuckle. Yep. Fighting on the turnbuckle. Yep. Woo! <laughs> this dude loves the flips. Yeah, so Nakamura was still uh, chilling up there on the top rope, and Ibushi looked like he was about to fall, but he jumped up, bounced off the top rope, spun in the air, grabbed him with a head scissors, and flipped him off the top rope. I don't know where they're getting the energy to do this. Damn, that's ah, amazing. It's it's nasty. It's nasty. And now he's got Nakamura Uh-oh. up, and he's got him in a full Nelson, and he's trying for a uh, oh, what's no, called a dragon suplex. There it is. Oh, he got him. He got him and dropped him right on his fucking head with that dragon suplex. Whoa, that was an awesome flip. Yeah, he's this a, kid's got moves. He's got moves. He's got style too. He just he needs a minute to warm up. Yes, I think I maybe think that's a good nerves. metaphor. I think that's a good metaphor for his career right now. Yeah, he's maybe he's not there yet, but is he about to get there? 
Yeah, he's got so much potential. I mean, he destroyed this dude for like right. a good three minutes. Well, like, we talked we talked about Dragon Ball, right? Sometimes you don't know you have it in you until the moment is there and you need to have it in you. Yeah, that is last this, minute. Is this is he about to go Super Saiyan two against Cell here? And now at this point, Nakamura is, oh, Nakamura is just trying to go uh, uh, limp to try to avoid getting thrown. And this is, uh, he evaded Kota Ibushi's finishing move, which is the Golden Star Powerbomb. Oh! Still, ooh. And Nakamura just ate another nasty kick right to the head. And look at that. Nakamura just laying there with his eyes all glassy. Boom! Ooh, yeah, that was nasty. This is what I'm talking about, about strong style. Yeah, there's... There's no way there's to not no make contact. This. like, they're really getting kicked. Yeah. And that flip off the... Man, I, I can't get and over that flip off the stage. Here it is. Uh -oh. The Golden Star Powerbomb. And it's Does he one, have him? two, and Nakamura barely escapes. At this point, it's closer than he... Oh, they're both so tired. But this is closer than Nakamura ever thought it was going to be from, the, from what we saw at the beginning of this match. Kota Ibushi going back up to the top rope. I mean, yeah, that first five minutes was just... This, I mean, he was taking hits. It was like, a, it was a nobody muggy. Nobody just stands there and takes hits. Oh! Yeah. And then, boom! Yeah. And Nakamura, he can't take any more of those knees, dude. He, he just, can't give them, though. So, Kota Ibushi just did a, another high-risk move off the top rope. Nakamura moved out of the way. And as Kota Ibushi was getting back to his feet, took a knee strike right to the back of the he neck. He slowed down so much from all the energies. And it's... Can't, can't how, many, how many really just nasty knee strikes has he taken in the back? Like, eight or nine? That, I have to say, though... Kid with the flips. Yes. Kid's been busting out more flips than I've seen anybody bust out. Like, yeah. This kid, this dude's got stamina. Oh. And Nakamura. Oh, kick just to the tailbone. Kicking him. Kick to the head. Yeah. So at Ooh, this point, <laughs> just stomping him. Oh my god. <laughs> what? So at this point, Kota Bushi's basically dead in the water. He's just sort of hanging He's just between the ropes. Stomping his head into the corner of the ring. Just pure disrespect, right? And yet... Oh, some scrappy shit. And yet, look at the look on Kota Ibushi's face. He's good. Oh, shit. This is Super Saiyan 2. <laughs> That's where you hit Super Saiyan 2. He's just got... He's just blank. Because Nakamura is fine. But this dude doesn't give a shit about his body. He yep. sits some adrenaline level. Oh, yep. my God. He, now he doesn't care. He's not feeling anything. He's just throwing these fucking... He has fucking, so much energy. This, where is this coming from? This is the Rocky thing, right? He's hitting that adrenaline. Now he's just throwing these bombs. And suddenly, all the pain is gone. And... Nakamura. What? <laughs> he hit him with the ref? He's laughing about it. <laughs> oh, and then Nakamura. Oh, Nakamura, I didn't see that coming. Nakamura wow. catches him with a, with a flying arm bar. He can't get him in it, though. No, Ibushi managed no, to block Ibushi it. Ibushi is just too immune to this pain. Yep, and at this point, Nakamura is just trying to grab onto that arm, but Ibushi is oh, he kicking him. It. Just stomping Nakamura's face to get out of this, this armbar. Amazing! Oh. He just kicked him in the forehead. Yep, and he's oh. <laughs> not even looking at him. <laughs> this dude doesn't give a shit. Yeah, it's just he's on autopilot, hitting him with those same kind of disrespectful kicks that Nakamura was hitting him with. Now you saw when he was getting stomped in the ring. He was just like, "I'm gonna get you for yep. this. I'm gonna." <sighs> and then he just hit Nakamura wow, with an dude. inverted. 
exploder suplex, and now he's calling for Nakamura's finishing move, which is the uh, the running knee strike. Straight up stealing his taunt, hits it right to the face. Whoa, and he's not happy. Okay, Nakamura's like, fuck you, dude. You're not going to take me out with my fucking move. Nakamura is out. It looks like he's out, his but he managed... Head. He got out of that. He got out of that move though, and now here's a here's a Bushi just raining those blows. Just stomps at Bushi's this point. Hand, you just see him shaking his hand. His hands hurt. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's he's just he's running on instinct at this point. But Nakamura, up to his knees, takes a strike, but he's still getting up, and he's just back to landing those horrifying blows and. Another kick straight to the jaw. Abushi's down, and now Nakamura it's again funny. with these Nakamura stomps. gets on top again and just kind of tantrums at him. Yeah. Like, it's still very, like, spoiled brat king. Like, how dare you? How could you touch me? Like, bleh! Like, he's, he's a big fucking baby. I see how he's a villain now. Like, the way he fights is just... Yeah, but at the same time, you so can't... So disrespectful. But you can't hate him. I mean, I'm not, I'm not pumped about this. Like, he's taking this rookie and just yep. disrespecting the shit out of him. And these... Oh! Ooh. Oh, at this point, they're both throwing each, throwing these strikes at each other. They're going blow for blow. They're oh. even. And here goes Nakamura off the ropes. And Abushi no. hits him with a flying stomp. <sighs> this kid is dead in the water, and he's still just cracking up. <laughs> yeah. You just see the... I, what do you even call the the expression on Kota Ibushi's face? Straight up madness. Is dude. it like, is it joy? Is it confusion? What no. are we even looking at here? It's like some kind of warrior's madness, like you said. Like he's a fucking he's berserker. Bloodthirst. Like look, he can't even get up, and he's still just dragging himself over and smiling. Right. So he's laughing. He, he is, loves it. He has definitely uncovered a part of himself that was not there. Yeah, before, this dude I would is say. straight up mad. Well, this and is, like that will build into his character really nicely. Well, this is Super Saiyan too, right? This is yeah. this is Gohan refusing to defeat Cell because he's he's, he's power thirsty. Yep. He feels it now. And now here we go. What he's, is this? He's dragging Nakamura up and over oh, the top rope him. with a suplex. That's it. And he goes for a pin. One, One two. two Three. And it's not a three. That was fucking close. It was it was so close. But if you look, he made a rookie mistake because he changed position on that pin. Mm. He had the leg hooked. He shifted his weight. He gave Nakamura a chance to get up. He fucking had him there. And that is so very sell, sell into the fight. Yep. Like, let me toy with him, Dad. Yep. And now Goku's going to die. Like, no, he has to suffer, Dad. Yeah. He has to suffer. Yeah. So... Now he's and he's, now dude's gonna self destruct. He's he's picking Nakamura up, which is hard when somebody's basically dead. They're just dead weight. And now here he goes again for his Golden Star power bomb. But mm, Nakamura, uh oh, headbutts some headbutts. Headbutts him down. What? And now just a ground and pound, just pounding the back of his elbow, head with those elbows, elbow, elbow, oh elbow, God, elbow, elbow. Flurries. <sighs> And here's Nakamura in the corner, up on the top rope. Whoa, does he even know where he is? Aiming. Oh. Oof. Just. And he's laughing. What is this dude? He stands up laughing, and he, oh, they both go for a running knee strike. They hit each other in the knee. 
Nakamura dumps him on his head. And now... Nakamura's got to know he's in trouble boom. now. There it is. That's the knee. One, two, three. Wow. And Nakamura takes it. And this kid's probably still going to laugh about it. Ah. So Nakamura, still the king. Long live the king, right? That was an amazing fight. That was incredible, wasn't it? I actually like that more than the dream fight. I think it's it's more intense. Yeah, just I would to say. watch this kid like come into his own like yes. all in this one fight and then blow it by being just completely insane. Like he had it cuz he was completely insane and completely lost it because he was, he was totally nuts. Exactly right. And we, now the fight doctors out here with uh with a cold compress for for Nakamura's Nakamura's head. fucking forehead because he got <laughs> stomped out for real. Yep. Like we have the we have the medics out here attending to both of these guys because they both went through hell. That was an amazing match. It was incredible, and here's uh you know both of them are just are both destroyed, and Nakamura first to his uh, first to his knees to his feet wants that belt he's got his championship this is why his championship means as much as the world championship because he can do this and he's uh he holds the title he doesn't look so kingly he doesn't look so kingly he has been taken to his absolute limit he really got pulled down he looked like a big baby in that fight at a lot of points but he's he's a boss Here's Kotobushi. I think you said he was going to be laughing, but he's not. He's crushed that he blew this shot. And Nakamura, oh. in a moment of respect, takes a knee and uh, goes forehead to forehead with this kid. And they oh, share a fist bump. Oh, man. That's a, and then he, <laughs> he fucking pushes that. He pushes like, don't ever fucking do that shit again. And that, but that's strong style. That's strong I think, style. I think what that is, is that all that fucking pain kicking in from all that damage he did to himself. <laughs> Yeah, but that's it's that's that's the true meaning of strong style, right? Because at this point, you know, you think throughout the whole match that Nakamura is treating him like this because he's disrespecting him. And then at the end, when you see that moment of respect, it becomes clear that in this culture, in this wrestling culture, it would be disrespectful to not bring everything that you have. Yeah. No, he wants him to meet him at his level. And that's exact. And that's exactly what happened. God damn. So, what did you think of Shinsuke Nakamura? Shinsuke Nakamura. I didn't really see him as a villainous character until I saw him in battle. Um, he's just a disrespectful ass dude, but not you. Like you said, like it's really just more of like drawing out the strong, the strength in people because of his strong style. To like, talk about another Dragon Ball, uh, another Dragon Ball metaphor, Vegeta and Kaba. Kaba, in the uh, in the dimensional tournament, the young Saiyan. Oh shit! When he fucking just taunts him until he comes, yeah, and he like got him to go Super Saiyan. That yep. was fucking awesome. Exact. Yep. That's exactly what I got yep. out of this. It's some prince regal ass motherfucker, like willing to just shame you in front of everybody, but not for the reason you think. How dare you! But then also, like, how dare you not bring your best? Yeah, you're fucking saying, like, we're the same, bro. Like, right. get your shit up. So like, that's, that's I think that's what this match was about. This yeah, was I definitely get that. I definitely Nak- get that vibe. Nakamura seeing the ferocity that he knows within himself in this kid and bringing it out at the risk of losing. 
And yeah, and he got some of it and realized it might have been a little too much <laughs> to pull out and then had to like then had to pull himself together. Had to course correct. Yeah. Exactly right. Holy shit. Oh man, that was I'm I really want to see what this kid does later on though. I'm so interested. Ibushi? Kota Ibushi. Ibushi Ibushi I have to say I ended up liking more than Nakamura. Like Really? Yeah, I, I really fucked the Bushi. Like, I mean, dude, if we're gonna if we're gonna do sell Gohan, like Gohan is the shit in that arc. Like He is, yes. That's the coolest moment of all time. Like yep. and even though he pulls some dumb shit and like completely blows that fight. Completely fucks it up. And gets and his dad killed. Gets his dad killed like, and trunks killed. And, and trunks killed. Man, it's still cool to, it's cool to watch people play out that kind of dynamic. Yep. It was very entertaining. Again, you've shown me a wrestling match that I am just completely, <laughs> completely into. Like, I was mesmerized by that. That was, I, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm picking the good ones. Yeah, I'm not showing yeah, you're, any bad you're not, ones. You're not terrible at this. No, I thank you. Say. Thank you. Um, I thought, I thought you'd like this one. I didn't know, I didn't know you were going to like it more than, uh, than Velveteen Dream, Alistair Black, but... Well, you know, that one was a little more predictable. Yes. Like, I, I kind of knew where that was going to go. Like, it was clear, like, here, like... Like, Velveteen Dream was already charisma... Like, he had the charisma, so, like, his charisma could overpower a greater fighter. Like, to have some kid with nothing... Right. ...come at this veteran with the charisma and actually give him a run for his money. And, like, to the point where I, like... I Like, that last pin that he had him and I really thought he had him. Like, I thought it was going to be over. I thought this was going to be somebody losing a title. The suplex over the ropes? Yeah, like... Yeah. No, not the suplex over the ropes. Just that last... That last one, he got him. Like, he... That last pin, he got out with a fucking Two, split... 2.99. Like, what is yeah. that? I, I don't even know if I buy that. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it was it was very close. Oh, when he when he shifted his weight exactly, and his yeah, fault. and he blew the and he blew that pen a little bit. Like, yes, that was incredible. Yeah, it's and a, just that look of madness throughout the fight, like when he tapped into that power and realized he could just take these hits, and his adrenaline would carry him yeah. through. I th- like, my that favorite, was so cool. My favorite moment of that of that sort is when Nakamura comes off the top rope and hits that knee to the back of the head. Ibushi falls forward and pops and right back up. And he's just smiling! Yes! Like, who does that? That, that was really dope. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, I have I have some, some good news about both of these guys. Okay. Both of these guys went on, or are still having wonderful careers. Kota Ibushi had a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a setback because he sustained a pretty serious neck injury shortly after this. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, he had to take a, he had to take like a year off and recover. He took like fifty knees to the neck or some shit just in this fight. So who the fuck else knows? Yeah. So where they are right now? Wow. Kota Ibushi took like a year off um, to uh, to get his neck healed up. He did basically a guest run in WWE. They did a cruiserweight. Oh, wow. They did a cruiserweight international invitational tournament with guys from all over the world. Uh, he made it to the semifinals. Um, and he probably was the one they wanted to win that, but he wouldn't sign a contract. Oh, because he wanted to be, shit. he wanted to be a free agent. Okay. And he was like, I'll be your champion, but I want to work at, I want to work elsewhere. Yeah. I'm not going to like lock myself to this bit. Yeah. I guess that's, right. that's the business side. So of they, shit. uh, so he wound up losing in the semifinals. He went back to Japan. Mm. Currently he is involved with one of his, uh, his old tag team partners, Kenny Omega is now the top champion in new Japan 
and they are friends again, but they're kind of teasing that they might have a rivalry hmm. going forward. So Kotobushi might wind up as a world champion someday, which I think he deserves. I would love that. You know, on, I mean, like, I I love my villains in mm-hmm. shows, but honestly, I'm not a bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I can't root for the bad guys. I always I always shoot for the good guy. I like the and, good guy to win. And uh, Shinsuke Nakamura also uh, did sign with WWE. Oh shit! He is currently the WWE United States Champion on this uh, at what? this at this time, if, including defeating Jeff Hardy at SummerSlam. The, he beat Jeff Hardy. He beat Jeff Hardy, dude. He beat. Je- he's beaten John Cena. He's beaten Randy Orton. He beat Jeff Hardy. John Cena. John Cena. Damn, dude. Yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura is the shit. Um, and he's kind of they kind of brought him in as a as a good guy, mm-hmm. which was cool because it's just cool to see Shinsuke Nakamura in WWE, which nobody ever thought they would see. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really interesting. I mean, he's a great character to put in with them, like right. He, but he has the character. For but it. as a good guy, he wasn't really connecting, mm. and now recently. He's kind of gotten back in touch with oh, his, shit, him again. his shitbag roots. He got... His he big, looks like such a shitbag. I don't know how they would sell him as a good guy. His thing right now is uppercutting people in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's some shit he looks like he would do, though. Like, there like, was, you, like after that baby-stomping like tantrum yeah. he did on Ibushi, like, of course I could see that happening. He, he, ran up, he ran up to a guy who was standing on the ring apron in a tag team match. You know, like, not paying attention to what was going on outside, like, reaching into the ring for a tag. Nakamura wasn't involved in the match. Just fucking... Just ran out. Ran up and hit him with, like, a Sagat, like, tiger uppercut to the taint. <laughs> that's just shitty. That I is, love... That's very shitty. But I love Shinsuke Nakamura. He's yeah. so good. I mean, he's... so he's, good at doing what he villain, does. As a villain, he's great. He's... And, and Vegeta's a perfect person to compare him to. Like, he is just a little shit, like... Well, there's a little bit of Frieza, too, I think. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I see way more Frieza than Vegeta now that you mentioned that. Yeah. Because I think Vegeta would be too would be too dignified to pull any of that shit. Yeah. But you saw like the little like the little noble woman's laugh where he's like covering his mouth and laughing. Yeah. That's Actually, when he was like doing the royal like. <laughs> yep. Like yeah okay, I definitely see Frieza. Ah, and Frieza is one of my favorites too. So I gotta. Who doesn't like Frieza? Yeah. So that was uh, so that was that was Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kota wow. Ibushi. Hell of a match. That was that was one of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen. It's like, more, it was super intense. Like I've seen I've seen a lot more wrestling than you have. Yeah. And I'm gonna say the same thing. Wow. Well then I got an eye. You're you're getting me into this shit. God damn it. <laughs> well that's the that's the that's, and that's the, the point. point. That's the point. Now I should ask. You don't hate wrestling, do you? No, I absolutely don't hate wrestling, and I don't know if I'm supposed to say that I that I it's do fine. for no, the name of this no, podcast, no, no. but I I'm I just I certainly don't. I may I might have said it before I I come on this podcast before, but damn, there is just some flair and character, and yeah, there's so much to love and and t- horrifying violence too. Yeah, I mean, just incredible stamina. Yes, like these are these are true athletes. Like yeah. they're they're really impressive and they deserve respect and they just des- they deserve whatever fame that they get. I mean, probably more. Like I I have mad respect for these dudes. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's an incredible it's an incredible medium. Um, let's see. Um, I, oh, I did want to say this. I would kill. It happened once before he was really the Velveteen Dream, when he was uh, he was still like trying to figure out what his character was going to be, but. Shinsuke Nakamura did wrestle the artist who would become 
Really? The they ended up in a match. Yeah, it was wow. it was a short match, and it was kind of a showcase for for Nakamura because uh, Velveteen was still he was still Patrick Clark at that point. Well, he was basically Ibushi. Right, like, and he couldn't he didn't dig deep enough, and it was uh, it was a short match like five minutes, and Nakamura won wow. won clean. But I would love to see oh, a, a high stakes. Oh, a prince, the prince and the king. Yo. Oh God. That would be really entertaining. I if you if that ever happens, you know who to bring on. For oh it, yeah, absolutely, that, absolutely. That is my match. And uh, I got I've got some other. Uh, since the last time you were on, there have been two phenomenal Velveteen Dream matches. Oh yeah, he's been racking them up. Yeah, I mean he deserves it, and he's, he's such a good character. He's been racking up the wins, and he's been racking up uh, the characters learning. There's a narrative of him in these big matches, making mistakes and learning from them. It's it's pretty incredible. The well, la- I'm super excited to see the, the way the dream develops. The last time, I know you like the airbrushing. Dude, oh my gosh, yeah. The last the last time he uh, he had tights that said, call me up Vince on the ass. <laughs> He's such a freak. I fucking <laughs> love the dream. Uh, yeah, incredible, incredible performer in his own right. Um... This has been another another episode of I Hate Wrestling. I'm Matt, international man of wrestling. <laughs> I'm Jared. Uh, let me let me throw on a plug real quick. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Maybe. trying to do this now. I'm trying to I'm trying to do some plugging. Yeah, I recently released a music video for my uh, my project, a band called Flash. So maybe you could toss a link to that when you post this. Absolutely. Um, I, yeah, I just dropped a, a video for uh, There Will Be a Time, which is a a track off my vinyl, a band called Flash, Dracula. It's coming out. This Friday, yeah, it'll be out. It'll be out this Friday, I believe, at uh, all vinyl sellers, and then in a month, it'll be up on Spotify and iTunes and all that good stuff. So it'll, please check out a band called Flash. It'll probably be on iTunes by the time this goes up. Oh yeah. Oh wait. Yeah, maybe we'll hit iTunes at the same time. Wow. Yeah, could be. I, I that'd I, be awesome. I got I got a little bit of a backlog. I could. Uh, I'll, I'll see what I could do. Maybe move some shit around. Yeah, that'd be too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna wait for the vinyl sales to to play out a little bit and then in the middle go digital but yeah everybody check out that video yeah absolutely and everybody future guests plug your shit don't let me get away with that <laughs> <laughs> don't let me get away with that shit well i just love talking about it i'm i am the light narcissist the light narcissist and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a second but i also want to i also want to thank uh the novas who provide my theme song the crusher i want to thank corinne dodenhoff for my beautiful beautiful logo uh, don't, don't forget to like, subscribe on iTunes, comment, yeah. like. Did I Five say stars. like? Five stars. So. Like, comment, Five subscribe. I mean, like, hate comment, subscribe. If you hate wrestling, listen to the show and I'll fucking prove you wrong. <laughs> I, I can do it. I am proof. I am living proof of this. That's right. Uh, Jared, do you know how the show ends? Uh, I don't remember. Last time I asked you if you were going to be a wrestling character, what would your wrestling character be? And you said the light narcissist. <laughs> if you had to pick a second wrestling character. If I had to pick a second wrestling character, um, I think I'd be... I'd be like... Like the sex stomper. <laughs> the sex stomper? It's like sex stomp. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, it came into my head. And it, it looks really good. It looks really good. It sounds and horrible. Like, on like a screen. Oh, I know. It's bad. You don't want to fight me. The sex stuff <laughs> is just like a naked person 
Yeah, yeah. Wear, oh my god, yeah. Wearing just horrible giant boots with spikes on them. Yeah, that's that that sounds like me. It sounds like something <laughs> I would wear. sex stopper what is your catchphrase um if you're coming out and you're threatening somebody in a in a in a, in a sort of cheesy pro wrestling promo kind of way what is your mic you better drop? look out because these boots are about to get wet <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 what about these boots are made for fucking <laughs> All right, we got two. We got two. It's a strong character. It's better than the light narcissist. I'll tell you that. This one's got character. These boots are made for fucking. And that's just what they'll do. Oh my god, yes. Damn. See, now now you're bringing it into into something I can own. Now I want to be wrestling. <laughs> Might have to worry about marketability. <laughs> Dude, who wouldn't want it? I just gotta cover my dick somehow. People will be into it. <laughs> oh, that was great. Testing, testing, testing. Mic check, one, two, one, two. It's the motherfucking Jared in the motherfucking room. That sounds, that's probably pretty good. It's probably fine, yeah.